Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready, set, hut, Hey, Gal Pal Nation. Are you ready for football? It's time for some two-a-days, where each NFL team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day. Everything you need to know and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans. Now, your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Hey there, Gal Pal Nation. We're continuing our two-a-day series, and today we've got Carolina Panthers superfan Jimmy on the podcast today. Jimmy, welcome to Sports Gal Pal. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is this is great. All right, let's get right to it. I think Carolina Panthers, and I think Cam Newton. How important is he to your offense? He's, he's going to be the driving force of the offense, just no doubt. Uh, we're going to need him to really take a shoulder of the offense and uh, and just take control of the team. He's, he's relied heavily on the run game and a lot of conservative play calling over the years, and now he's starting to get become a big boy in the league. He's been a couple years in, and we're going to need him to start taking over games, not with just his legs, but with his arms. And uh, if he doesn't do that, then I don't envision us doing very well very well. I think uh, um, he's going to have to really handle things kind of like how Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady do. Um, if he can just start start doing one or two or three of those games throughout the season, Panthers' future is definitely looking up. But uh, Cam, is, Cam is the offense. He's our, he's our uh, sole uh, player that everyone knows throughout the nation, so he's definitely going to have to step up, especially with the new contract. Yeah, let's talk about that new contract. Um, he got a new contract, and then all of a sudden, all these other quarterbacks got major contracts. Do you think they overpaid for Cam? I don't. I think it's the going rate for a starting quarterback in the league, whether it's Cam Newton, Joe Flacco. Uh, I, I I have no problem with it. A lot of my a lot of my buddies who try to rag on me, they they tell me, oh, Panthers overpaid. They shouldn't give. No one should give Cam that money. But it is what it is. The next quarterback up is going to get more money than the next one up is going to get more money than that guy. It's just a going rate for quarterbacks, in my opinion. And if you're not happy with Cam, then you got to roll the dice with what's in the draft or free agency. And what at this point, what Carolina's done with Cam Newton, I, I have no problems whatsoever locking him up. Um, I definitely think he's, he's worth it, and that's the going rate of a starting quarterback in the NFL. What are the key weapons that Cam has um... – at his disposal to really drive the offense? I think our most important piece in the offense is Greg Olson. Since day one, Cam Newton's uh, had Greg Olson at his side. Um, he's just been consistent over the years. We've never had many wide receivers. We're finally adding wide receivers. Last year, Kelvin Benjamin, 6'4", uh, 6'5", is a big dude, drops a lot of passes, but he's going to make great passes as well. Um, we added another big receiver to, to go along with Kelvin Benjamin, Devin Punches from Michigan. I think it's going to be similar. I think it's going to make fantastic catches, but a lot of drops. Punches uh, got a bad rap at the combine for running. I think he ran 4-7, 4-8 in that range. And as, at his pro day, he ran into 4-5. So I have no concerns with, with his combine outing. But 
Uh, we have the two two twin towers, what they're calling them already, and then we have some some uh, additional pieces, some smaller pieces. We brought back Teddy Ginn. I think he's going to be uh, trying to try to expose the defenses over the top. We'll see how that goes. He hasn't had much, hasn't had much success in NFL doing that, but I think he's a great addition at the return game. We missed that a lot last year, and he's back returning punts and kicks. Uh, we have a guy, another undrafted rookie last year who had a good outing, Philly Brown. He's now Corey Brown, and he wants to be called Philly Brown. It's it's weird, but he uh, he played really well last year. I think he's going to develop and do do better this year. Uh, we still have old man Jericho Cotri. He is what he is. Uh, I, I, I think there's a chance he doesn't make the roster, and we give the younger guys some more reps. We did bring in Jared Boykin. He was with Green Bay Packers the last couple of years. I, I think that's just a complimentary piece. But really, Greg Olson, Kelvin Benjamin, Devin Funches are going to be the, the driving forces offensively in the pass game. And then at the run game, we, we finally finally broke up John Stewart and Danger Williams. I, I hate to see it, but I think it's for the betterment of the team. John Stewart, he, I love the guy. He, he's one of my Oregon guys. Uh, he's not going to stay healthy. I, I'm, I'm being realistic. What we have behind him is is little uh, – a little un, unsure what we have. We have Fozzie Whitaker, another rookie, Cameron Artis Payne. Uh, he had a great outing this last game against the Bills. I thought him wearing the 34 is still weird, but I thought he looked much more explosive than, than we've seen the number 34 in a couple of years. So I, I think the offense is, is on on the rise, maybe slowly, not like the Steelers where they're going to be uh, throwing all over the field, but I definitely think the offense is improving especially with what had uh, what Sam had to work with early on in his career. Looking at the other side of the ball, defensively, how sound are you guys? I think we'll be different as we were last year. We lost the big name, Greg Hardy, but we didn't play with him at all last year. He played one or two games. Um, I definitely think the defense is going to be as good as last year. I don't think it's going to be any better. I think drafting Shaq Thompson in the first round this year, he might not have a huge impact this year, maybe towards the end of the season, but I think they, they drafted him more as a Thomas Davis replacement for the next couple of years when Thomas Davis does start to fade away. But uh, all signs are pointing that Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley are, are going to be the, one of the two best one-two uh, linebackers that the NFL sees. Our defensive line is going to be as steady as, as it has been. Uh, Charles Johnson is going to get his eight, eight to ten sacks. And on the other side, replacing Greg Hardy is going to be a couple of names, either Frank Alexander, who's another head case who's been suspended for numerous things. He missed four games last year. But I think he's got the first shot to really play on the other side of Charles Johnson. I think he has the best opportunity to do something. And if and we still have the same rotation of guys that we had last year, whether it's Wes Horton, Mario Addison, just some low-key guys who are going to fill in, rotate well. That's what our – the GM, Dave Gettleman, likes to do. He did it in New York previously with his uh, lineman, and he's doing that now in Carolina. Uh, we lost Starla Tulule early in camp to an injury, and he should be back to the start of the season. He's going to miss most of uh, the training camp, the preseason games. But uh, we definitely need Starla Tulule in there. Him and Kawan Short, that's, that's a good defensive line there. Uh, our secondary is still questionable like last year. We still have the same guys. We brought in Charles Tillman, which could be interesting play, could be a good one-year fill, uh, but still our defensive line is going to have to cover a lot for our, our secondary, I believe. But uh, I think the defense is going to be our, our – uh, we're going to rely on our defense more than our offense, that's for sure. 
And yeah, you're one of the few teams within your division that actually does rely kind of more on their defense than the other ones. Everybody else seems to be very offensive heavily. You've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their rookie quarterback, James Winston. We're still not sure how he's going to fit in with Lovey Smith's offense. But then you also have, you know, kind of bellwether quarterbacks, Matt Ryan and Drew Brees over there for the other side. You know, out of the four of you, you know, Carolina given that it's got some good talent, it has a really good quarterback when he puts his head in the game and can figure it out, you know, there's a potential that you guys could really take the division. Is that possible this year, or am I just kind of seeing too much? No, I, I definitely think it's possible. And historically speaking, we won Carolina won the division last year. We're, even at a 7-9 record, they still won the division. The year before, Carolina won at 12-4. and So this is the first time the NFC South had back-to-back divisional winners and so historically speaking odds are against us that we three feet so uh, i i kind of i'm i'm not optimistic i'm more realistic i believe that i don't think we will win the division but i don't think we'll we'll drop to the bottom of the standings kind of how years have done with previous division winners i definitely think the saints and the panthers are the cream that crop in the division atlanta's getting a lot of hype uh, they, they got to prove it to me before before i give them any credit with the new coaching staff um I'm always concerned about Sean Payton and Drew Brees. If you have those two guys on the same team working together, um, you can't. You got to be worried. Uh, I think Tampa's going to be a lot better. I, I think Jameis Winston, similar to how Cam Newton came out, a lot of lot of criticism. But um, if you have a solid foundation, the coaching staff, and the, and the and the management, and just keep them low key, you can develop a decent quarterback. So I definitely think uh, the division's definitely uh, winnable for the Carolina Panthers as long as they have a tough schedule. Um, got a lot of games on the head playing playing the the winners of the divisions last year. But if if Carolina can hold its own like it has been, keeping the games within a scoring distance, one scoring drive, uh, the defense shows up. I see there's no reason why we can't win again. It's going to be a very tight division. I think last year the seven nine Carolina team, I think that was um. A fluke that the division was that bad the year before. Carolina was 12-4, and New Orleans was 11-5, and Atlanta's been better in years past. So I definitely think that the division's going to be much better. Everyone describes the NFC South as the worst division of football. I don't believe that. So I think it's going to be a tight race, and uh, it's really up, up for grabs between Carolina and New Orleans. But if I was a betting man, I'd bet on New Orleans. But uh, I, the Carolina has has a good shot of winning again. Speaking of your schedule upcoming, you have to face the Seahawks. You have to face the Eagles. Um, you've got the entire, you know, with the exception of the Eagles, you've got the, the rest of the NFC East. You know, are you worried about any of those games? Um, yes, yes and no. Um, I'm looking at the schedule now. We play Seattle at Seattle. So uh, the last three years, I believe we've played Seattle. We've lost 13-7, 13-10. It's been really tight games. That's a coin flip game. If we can go to Seattle and, and, and win on the road, that'll be a huge lift, especially with the games that follow that Seattle game. We've got a Sunday night game against Philadelphia, Monday night game against the Colts, and then host the Packers. So we got to go two and two and out of that four game stretch. There's there's no doubt there. Uh, Seattle's a big game at Seattle. Um, we have two primetime games, like I said, uh, Philly and the Colts. We never show up on prime time for for whatever reason. We, we're better on one o'clock Sunday games, not showing on TV. We play much better, uh, so we we do have two prime time games. So um, we'll see how how the nation likes to see Carolina. And then for the first time ever, 
in Carolina history. We get a Thanksgiving game at Dallas, and I'm I'm really excited about this. I guess you can call it another primetime game, but this is it's Thanksgiving Day, so it's that game at Dallas. I know Dallas, especially listen to um, Pod Bader over the years on his other podcasts. He he always throws out stats that Dallas play very well on uh, Thanksgiving Day. So we we have we have to travel with Dallas, obviously, but I think uh, for a young organization like Carolina to play on Thanksgiving for the first time, um, I think the team's going to be really hyped up uh, to play Thanksgiving night. I'm I'm really excited about that game. I think that's a game of the year for Carolina just because it's on Thanksgiving for the first time. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about Dallas um, and Thanksgiving because my Eagles last year took care of them on Thanksgiving. It was glorious. That that, that was enjoyable. I did enjoy that. It, it, you got to enjoy Dallas losing on Thanksgiving of all days, uh, especially with Greg Hardy at Dallas. Uh, I'd love to stick it to him. Um, Jimmy, if the Galpa Nation wants to talk more about the Panthers, um, uh, can they find you on Twitter? They can. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at 757 and the, the number six spelled out, S-I-X, so 757-S-I-X. Um, they can find me there, ask questions, comments, give Give me their opinions on Carolina, and I'll be more than happy to listen. And, of course, you can also find him on Next Fan Up. That's on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Next Fan Up. And i got to give a special shout-out to him because we're from this. Both of us are from the 757, so that's always fun to talk to a hometown guy. Though, I really hope my Eagles whoop that butt. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, see, I'm, I'm, I love Chip Kelly. I, I love his Oregon style, but when it comes, comes to, to Carolina, you got to lose. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.